Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the One Life Live It podcast by Go Bucket Yourself. I'm your co-host, Chris, and joined by my sweet sweater-wearing, uh, earphone-adorning, uh, slipper-sleuthing <laughs> co-host, Deborah. How are you doing, babe? Nice alliteration. I'm good because I am in a cozy wool sweater, feeling nice this morning. Yeah, so we are almost all but guaranteed a white Christmas as we look out our dining room window here where we are recording. Uh, like all of our bushes are covered in snow, probably seven to 10 inches, you know, all around us. So it's nice, uh, but it's also a little bit chilly out there. Sweater weather. It is definitely sweater weather. So we um, just a quick update on the podcast. You know, we are going to take some time. Uh, for the holidays and won't be releasing our typical normal episodes uh, between now and then, but there may be, you know, a bonus episode or so uh, mixed in there. And that's kind of what we thought we'd do today is just do a quick recording and uh, say, hello, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all of those things and wish you, you know, peace throughout this season or tranquility or energy or whatever you're looking for. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, Season two of Go Bucket Yourself is almost at a wrap, but we decided to take a little break uh, for ourselves and just wish everyone a Merry Christmas for sure. Yes. So Merry Christmas to you, friends. Uh, Stay healthy and safe. Stay healthy and safe is what I wanted to say. And, uh, you know, if you're driving to meet family, great. You know, uh, hopefully that turns into everything you want it to be. If you're staying home and quarantining, great. Uh, you know, maybe you can find a new ritual or tradition in that peace and quiet that uh, doesn't always accompany, you know, a Christmas uh, celebration and everything. So much love to you all. But Debbie, you have something. Yeah. So um, my book that we've sort of teased a little bit as we've gone along on this podcast is now in pre-sale for those who would just like a digital copy. Fingers crossed, the paper and hardback will be available for pre-sale very soon as well. And I was reminded of a chapter from the book. And um, what's the title of that book and subtitle? Oh, that is called The Other Side of Perfect. The subtitle's important because uh, you you need it to find the specific book. The subtitle is called Discovering the Connect. Uh, let me go back. <laughs> Discovering the Mind-Body Connection to Healing Chronic Illness. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I was reminded of a chapter as Christmas approached, the holiday season is here, um, that sort of helps bring me back to myself. And I hoped it might do the same for those listening. So I thought I would read a chapter from the book um, as it's in this pre-sale period. Okay. So why this chapter? It's not necessarily like the, the first chapter of the book per se, but you, you're saying that it has like some sort of analog or relation to the season or a, a part of your uh, story, you know, has an analog to um, to this, this time of the, the year. Yeah. So this is supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, right? Uh, and for me, that feels like a lot of pressure sort of. So this time of year holds some not so wonderful uh, emotions and memories. And also the, you know, the more um, joy we find in minimalism 
um, the more contradiction I find in this time of year that is so consumer heavy. And so I'm still just working my way through learning how to enjoy and live out this time of year um, in the person I am now and want to become. And so my hope is this might help anyone that feels like maybe Christmas isn't the most wonderful time of year, but we're told that it's supposed to be. Um, Just for full disclosure, this is the second time I'm practicing this because there was some emotion behind it for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, I think that's an important uh, thing to point out uh, when when everything around us or the script we've been told or the Hallmark channel or whatever kind of paints this picture that, that Christmas is always um, happy and joyful and serene and peaceful and um, giving and abundance and all of that. And if you don't feel that yourself, then you feel like either some shame or guilt wrapped around that because you're like, well, why is it better? Why is it great for everyone else? What's wrong with me? Why do I not feel this or whatever? And, and I think when we can share those stories with each other, it exposes our humanity, our humanness, and that not everything is perfect. Not everything is Instagram uh, ready at any moment in time. And so, uh, yeah, you know, there, I think you and I both find a lot of love and joy around Christmas with our girls, especially at this chapter in their life but we've had to let go of some of the rituals that just don't serve us as well anymore. And we still are encountered uh, with those feelings from time to time of whether you call it the winter blues or just like, I'd love to go for a run right now, but at six degrees uh, and 10 inches of snow, that doesn't feel great. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It's not supposed to be perfect. So hopefully we can find some some beauty in that imperfection and uh, and still appreciate the season or appreciate the sentiment of unconditional love and, and giving, you know, from that place. Yeah, definitely. Still working out what that looks like, you know, each year as we go along. And with the same token, if you find a lot of joy and love and wonder, and it is the most wonderful time of the year for you, that's awesome too. Absolutely. Yeah go spread that around and, uh, and make someone's day a little bit happier. So much love to y'all friends. Uh, Merry Christmas and all of the things that you choose to celebrate or not celebrate. And, uh, from our house to yours, we wish you all of that. So Debbie, please take it away. All right. This is from page 223 of the book chapter titled real going home. I open the chapter with a quote from Laura McCowan and her book, We Are the Luckiest. Quote, I decided to make a home for myself inside myself, in the dirty, cracked mess of me. I decided to love it all. End quote. This last Christmas was not much different from the many before it. I once again released that long exhale at the close of last year and the beginning of this one letting out a sigh that I'd been holding for far too long. I know that I'm not alone feeling the weight of Christmas and saying, the holidays are hard for me. I can see it on the strained faces of friends and family as we go in for heartfelt hugs and hear it in their words of agreement when I'm vulnerable enough to admit it aloud to them. Christmas celebrations remind me of the painful childhood memories I carried with me for far too long. 
the angry separation and subsequent divorce, alcoholic stepdads and crashing in the basements of high school friends, everything that made me feel like I didn't belong. Instead of voicing the shame that I carried with me as a result, I hid it away inside. I told no one, but I never really felt like I had a place of my own, a place to call home. For all of those reasons, I worked hard to create a real home for my own children. I've also worked hard to let go of the unhealthy beliefs and coping mechanisms of those years of my life. Yet every year as Christmas approaches, I begin to feel the weight and dread of that old familiar feeling that I don't have a place to go home to. I am surrounded by family and friends that love and care for me, people that would do anything I asked or needed of them. I'm so grateful for that. And still, there won't ever be a doorknob from my childhood that I can turn saying, I'm home. There is not some weird room in some creepy basement somewhere with teen heartthrob pictures still on the walls waiting for me, where the light is always on and the door is always open. I know I'm not the only one. At holiday celebrations in rooms full of people and busy chatter, I look around the room and identify it in others that feel more alone than connected amongst so many people. I built layers around myself out of a false sense of protection, mistakenly believing that if I depended only on me, I would avoid being hurt and rejected further. There have been so many lessons along the way to true healing, all the kinds of healing and growth, physical and emotional. I'm still learning them all. I may never master them, but I'm getting lots of practice with learning where home truly is. Home has never been about fitting in. Sometimes belonging gets mislabeled that way. Trying to fit in meant that I built much of my adult life around doing and being what I thought society told me I should be, what I thought other people wanted and needed from me, without trusting anyone enough to see the real me, not even myself. Being diagnosed with multiple chronic illnesses, then climbing my way out of a darkness I was surprised to find myself in forced me to ask questions I may not have otherwise. Being confronted with my own mortality made me dig deep and do some hard work on myself, ultimately taking many actions that were outside the norm. I started going against the flow, asking what I needed, who I was, and ultimately what I wanted. The answers to these questions may have made me a little weird, I didn't necessarily fit in anywhere anymore. No street or neighborhood or town or with any social class or group or occupation. It sounds lonely. It was lonely until I learned arguably my most valuable lesson of all about belonging. This last Christmas reminded me of Brene Brown's words, quote, Belonging so fully to yourself that you're willing to stand alone is a wilderness, an untamed, unpredictable place of solitude and searching. It is a place as dangerous as it is breathtaking, a place as sought after as it is feared. The wilderness can often feel unholy because we can't control it or what people think about our choice of whether to venture into the vastness or not. 
but it turns out to be the place of true belonging. And it's the bravest and most sacred place you will ever stand. End quote. There are many roads to freedom, but eventually they all lead to just one destination. Searching for freedom takes us all to the same place in the end. True belonging, true freedom, home. We carry that with us everywhere we go. It's everywhere and nowhere at once. It's within. I belong to myself now. I go home to me. Quote, you are only free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place, no place at all. The price is high. The reward is great. End quote. Maya Angelou. So good. So good. As we wrap this up, I just want to let you know that, yeah, if you go to gobucketyourself.com slash books today, um, you will see that The Other Side of Perfect is now available for pre-order. It will launch and release on February 1st. But during this pre-order period, uh, Debbie's offering um, the free companion journal, which accompanies kind of the self-help personal growth portion of the book uh, towards the back. Um, Absolutely free if you do pre-order uh, before that February 1st date. So if you want to find out more, please go to gobucketyourself.com slash books. You can find the Amazon link right now. It's only available in ebook. And this is as of December 17th. We assume and anticipate that the other versions of the books will be ready before Christmas um, as far as where you can pre-order them, just not available till release uh, until that February 1st date as well. So thank you so much. Um, We will be talking about this more. You can follow us on Instagram. Debbie's uh, handle is at imperfectprogress.me. My handle is at bucketyourself. And uh, you can find out more there. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Be well. Stay safe. And as always, go bucket yourself today.